Welcome to the Running in the Center of the Universe podcast. I'm Ashlyn Dave, your host. We've got a great show lined up, so let's get started. And this is Ashlyn Dave, and this is the Running in the Center of the Universe podcast, episode number 281. I'm going to call this one Life Canceled, and uh, it is the week of... First week of May of 2021. Glad to be back with the new show. Uh, if you're a returning listener, thank you very much for uh, not giving up on me. If you're a new listener, uh, you'll notice if you go back several episodes. I haven't had a, a few episodes, um, but but a few this year. Uh, but you have to go back much farther at uh, ashlandave.podbean.com or uh, in the app, if the podcast app, if you're using that on an iPhone. And you'll find a lot more shows um, but it's, it's nice to be back with, with the show. I got uh, several things on tap for, for today's show, including an interview with uh, my buddy Ron, who's a new member of our running group, but not a new friend. I've known him a long time, and I've talked about him before in the, in the podcast when he joined our running group. Uh, he ran the Shamrock Half Marathon uh, back in March and uh, had a, an incredible experience, and I uh, interviewed him about that when we went out on a training run together when it turned out it was just the two of us that um, made the group run that week. Um, so I did an interview uh, with him. Uh, that's going to be in this show. I've also got some good news in reference to a new trail that's being constructed from Ashland to Petersburg called the Fall Line Trail. I'll talk about that also. Uh, I'll talk about our the new name for our running group, which uh, was not a name that we came up with, but a name that uh, somebody gave us when they saw us running one day. And I'll explain how that happened. Um, also, uh, just mentioned how a good friend of mine, uh, one of my, actually one of my first running coaches, as a matter of fact, uh, crash Kreider had a heart attack, uh, recovered from that. He's under 50 and a distance runner. Um, I kind of been out of touch with him for a while, but I did get notified that he had been hospitalized with a heart attack, but he has recovered. I'll mention that just a little bit. And then, uh, really the, the disappointing news, uh, for the show is that my uh, June 5th ultra marathon, 50 mile ultra marathon has been canceled. I just got notified of that. I was a little suspicious about it. However, uh, it has been canceled. And so that's why I'm kind of calling this show life canceled. This pandemic uh, stuff is just really um, kind of going on a little long now. Um, and the, I'll talk about the cancellation of the race, but the irony of it is, is my wife's doing an event on the same trail uh, this coming weekend. And that's not canceled. So um, go figure. Who knows? Uh, you know, different people have, They, I guess they worry about different types of liability. But I'll, I'll talk about that. I am a little disappointed. I'll get to the email bag section of the show. Just have a few, few emails uh, at ashlanddave at gmail.com. You can find me there. Uh, so let's get into the uh, interview with Ron and uh, see what kind of inspiration we get from him. Uh, he was uh, pretty descriptive of his uh, experience at the Shamrock Half Marathon, which is a it's a the Shamrock is a full event and a half event, and I uh, believe they have something called the Neptune Challenge, where if you do the, I think the five k the day before, and then either the marathon or the half marathon, um, you you get a you know extra prize or something like that. I I, I don't really have the information right in front of me. Uh, he didn't do that. He just did the 
half marathon, and that's his first one. So uh, let's take a listen to Ron and see what he has to say, and then we'll get back to some of the other topics in the show. All right, we're out here on the road with Ron on a cold Saturday morning. It's just me and him. So, Ron, tell me about Shamrock uh, Half Marathon. You know, great experience. Had a lot of fun. Uh, definitely do it again. Headwind, can't prepare for it. At least 40 miles an hour. Uh, that took all my energy coming back up north on the boardwalk. Okay, so this event was, I think, the weekend after St. Patrick's Day in Virginia Beach, right? Yep. Virginia? Yep. And so what, why did you pick that race out over, like, others around the state this spring? Or, I mean, how did you find that race? Ah, everybody talking about it. Flat course. Decent area to go to. Some entertainment, so to speak. So, and it's close by. So I, I just picked that one. All right, so I've introduced you to the listeners of the podcast, all 106 of them, <laughs> in a previous show. And so I think some, some people might remember uh, how you started running. So why don't you just explain that a little bit and how you got up to the half marathon distance. Yep. <clears throat> 18 months ago, I uh, had a non-stemming heart attack which is one we show no signs. And after many hours in the emergency room, they found out that I had a blockage, two of them. One was the Widowmaker, 93%. I think we should get out of the road here because this car. All right, so you had, that's pretty serious. Yeah, so we found another one <coughs> behind the heart as well. So they ended up doing the triple and I asked myself that I would do it to my doctor. So they did a triple, what, triple bypass? Yep. Okay, so what? when was that? You said eight, a year and a half ago? Yes, 18 months ago. Now, had you been doing, were you, uh, I know you were used to coach football and I know your son's real athletic. Were you Athletic as an adult, I'm not sure I knew you as an athlete as an adult. I've only known you for, I don't know, 20 years? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was an athlete growing up. Okay. When, we first, when I first got married, I was a big runner. Come on. And then, uh, kids and all that. Really I must be playing a sport this morning. Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. You know, kids and all that. That went through waist high. Other priorities. And uh, I should have kept it up. But it wouldn't happen to do what did. I think we just run up, do a loop through Carter Hill and come back? Yeah. yeah. All right, that way we don't have to think. <laughs> and uh, I ended up having it. Changed my life. Eat better, drink less. Well, you're never overweight. I always remember knowing you. Uh, just so everybody out there knows, basically, Ron, family, and my family all kind of grew up together. His son and my daughter 
his oldest son and my daughter are the same age. Oh, no, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah, it's your oldest son, but your other daughter's older. Yep. Okay. So I've known him a long time. I just never, he never overweight. So it was, basically, was it just diet and lifestyle? Lifestyle, hereditary. Okay. Most of it. My father passed away. He was a young man. Very young man. Age of 14. From heart disease. Then you get to that age. 45. When the age he was. And you, you passed up. I guess. Oh, you yeah. when you about lived the, uh, the age of your father? Yeah. It's never going to happen to me. And then, a blink of an eye, did. Alright, so fast forward to recovery. I recall seeing you and your wife walking a lot around town. And, uh, I guess you went from a run. Yeah. And so one time you said you had done 50 miles one month. Yep. And I was like, whoa, good for running. I guess at that point I started paying attention uh, that you were running. I seen you around. So how did you pick that race? I mean, why was it the timing? I think you just told me, but yeah, it was all all the timing and the build up to it, and making sure the grass, the bypass could take it. So what did your doctor say about that? I guess we got to get on the other side of the road here. Go get traffic. Yeah, he was okay with the half. Anything more, I have to go for you know a nuclear stress test to make sure that the the pressure with the beating of the heart on the new graft, the veins that they bypass. Be okay, but that's the only one. So, when you picked a training plan, how did you uh, how, what was your methodology with that? Did you talk to Tom, Ashland Tom Grant, Ashland Tom Grant, Al Hagen worked out well. It was an easy one, gave you enough rest during the week. Uh, I ended up doing my midweek runs, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I had Friday off, ran with the gang on Saturday, and then Sunday cross train with Rose Margaret. So I got her into it. So what did you do with the cross train? Did you cycle? Cycle, walk, okay, swim. Oh, well, you'll be doing triathlons before we know it. All right, let's talk about race day. Uh, see, I went down there. I remember your wife invited Monica, uh, us to come along. She, she was going to Farmville that weekend. I was sorry to miss it, but yeah, I went down with Friday night. The race was on a Saturday. Yeah. I think we're going kind of fast. I'm almost winded. All right. Y'all stay in a hotel, or did you go down in the morning of the race? We went down in the morning of... My time slot was 10 a.m. Oh, that's right. It didn't start at 7. So how did, yeah, how did that work with the... It was uh, a wrong start. Everybody had a time that they started because of COVID. And, uh... So did you tow the line by yourself? No. Nah, well, for the first 
eight miles. Jim Harding was on his bicycle following me. Ah, gotcha. That's about uh, AKA Bubba. And then uh, Tom. Uh, <clears throat> Ran with him when we got to the first landing state park. And then came to the finish line with me. So you had mentioned having a time goal, which is always hard for your first one, but you had done, let's see, you did a 12 mile, I think, beforehand? Yep. And so did you go in thinking that you were gonna be able to meet a time goal, or did you just give it over to over to give it over to God, as they say. Yeah, I finally <laughs> go in at 10 minute miles, and then uh, had you been doing that in training consistently? Yes, yes. okay, it's and, a good clip. Uh, I was at, at a nine mile mat, I was like 10 18 mile pace, and uh, the thing is, when I got to the end, their mat went out. I forgot to shut off my watch. Uh. <laughs> but it was two hours, 24 minutes. Hey, that's pretty respectable. No doubt. So was it a regular finish line or was there nobody? No, they had all the, the, the whole tunnel set up. The leprechaun was out there <laughs> bumping everybody. Okay, so it wasn't a... Solo event. They had water stops and all that. All water stops. Okay. There was thousands of people on the Could course. Straight and come back. Yeah. Thousands of people uh, on the course. All right. They just staggered the starts. Yep. Okay. With that headwind, there's no training in the world. All right. So the course, for those of you that don't know, listen to the show here. Um, Shamrock Half and Shamrock Full finish on the boardwalk at Virginia Beach. King Neptune. Going south. Um, and usually the wind's coming the other way. So tell, what was the deal with the headwind? <laughs> of course, well, you're right on the beach. It's right on yep. the beach. And it's right after a big storm. Uh, that's what I was worried about. But we head south towards Rudy Inlet. We did a loop around there. Then came back on the boardwalk on mile, at mile three. And it was on that for like two, two and a half more miles going north. And uh, the uh, wind coming at you. Wow. Like you hit a cement wall that was running in place. Going south on the boardwalk. This is north. Oh, north. At this point. Okay. So the finish line was going south. Yeah. Was there a headwind there at the end? Well, it pushed me down the boardwalk. Ah, uh, nice. So did it keep going farther and farther? Yeah, so. <laughs> and then you could come off the boardwalk around 30th Street. No, 24th Street. And you took that up to 40th. And you had cut over to Pacific. All the way through the north end to a park. And it's on 64th Street. And it did two, two mile loop in there. Oh, okay. And then two miles back, they're moving finish line. Right, right. We talked about that before, how it's so far down the boardwalk, you don't ever look like you're ever getting closer. So, Jeff, that's the first thing I said to Tommy. Oh, my God, that's far. 
I'm guessing it's what? Half mile or more? Three quarters. Three quarters. So do you have family support on the course? Uh Rook Mark was there. And then Jim Hardigan, Bubba, Tom and Jill Grant, Amy and Judd Flag. They were all at predetermined spots. Okay. With gel packs, water bottles. That's one thing I would have done different. I would be eating sooner. Uh, I, gotcha. I waited like mile eight and a half before I had my block chewies. Now, did you feel depleted at that point, or did yeah, you? Yeah, I was. Okay, I was getting run down. So that's after being out there for an hour in a headwind. In a headwind. So what'd you do after the race? Did they uh, get a finishing medal? Yeah, medal. Photo ops, <laughs> free beer. Oh, they did do that. Did they have the tent? They didn't have the tent. You had to go down to Murphy's. Oh, I know where that is. Good there. Yingling flight. <laughs> Good new light beer. Nice. And then, uh, what was your meal? I had, but after? Yeah, because you had to have been starving by then, well after lunch. I burnt over 3,000 calories. I had french fries with <laughs> crab dip on it. Oh boy. Crab cake and another beer. Then I showered, slept for three hours. <laughs> yeah, well done, man. So, what's uh, so you've been running since. Not anything crazy. Here we are this morning. In fact, I said five, but. Let's just loop back to the car and call it a morning because I'm freezing. That's all right with you. Yeah. Um, what's next for you? Are you gonna you target any other half marathons? Well, the Patrick Henry end of August right here in town. Yeah. I'm not signed. It's not open yet. I uh, signed for the Crawling Crab. Is that the 10 mile down there uh, or 10k? That's just to say. Half in Hampton. Okay. That's Hampton, Virginia, down there in the yeah. Tidewater area. And in Norfolk, half in November, I signed up for it. Oh, good. So, would those be to maybe try to beat your time, match yeah. your time? Yep, all from the beat it. Now, I think the Norfolk half, is that the same one that was uh, on the, in the base down there? I'm not sure. I don't think they let anybody on our naval bases anymore. It looks like it's on the fall through the waterfront there. That run. Well, the hat, the Patrick Henry half, as you're aware, hilly, is a brutal slog through Virginia summer humidity, but it's kind of become a tradition. Plus, you can't can't avoid a race where you can walk to the start line. I know. Right? Let us talk about on the west side start to finish at Port Hunt Park again. Oh, so, why would they do that? I don't know. Oh, I hope not. That staggers them through the town for too long, I think. Not sure. And the parking was terrible. Anyway, we'll see what they do. Sportsbackers is having to adopt a lot of stuff. So did you, uh, Hang your medal in a shadow box. You got it. I made a rack <laughs> for all my medals, my bibs. What other races have you done that leading up to that? 
I know you've done some others. The Santa Run. I did a. These are all on the Virginia Beach. That was the Santa Run to Virginia Beach. I did a. Uh, in. Um, uh, on Cox Road, Innsbruck. Oh. I did a taco trot. 5K. Taco trot? Yeah, 5K. Oh, that's gotta be a. I've never heard of something like that. That's funny. That's three money for Innsbruck after hours. Oh yeah, they're moving that to uh, Meadow Farm up in Doswell. Yeah. Did a whiskey <laughs> run that Gooch run. <laughs> what does that entail? 5K plus you got uh, a Kinder Spirits. You got a oh the brewery. You got some of your spirits afterwards. Very good. Well, what else have you got to say to anybody out there that hasn't done a half? What's the, uh, when you first heard of a half marathon, didn't you think that was unattainable? Yeah, I thought I was nuts for doing that. Everybody thought I was nuts. Well, you are a little bit. Anybody is that wants to run for over an hour. <laughs> but your doctor has advised against. Well, I have to get you. Permission? Tested? Before the mar full marathon. Now I'd like to do the Shamrock Bowl next year. So, dumb question, because I don't know a whole lot about heart disease. So are you cured, or is it like the, the bypass is, so this, you won't have the same situation anymore if you keep your diet good and lifestyle? Well, that's I mean, what's the prognosis? Yeah, so I'm one of the rare cases where my heart's back to 100%. Oh, awesome. Of what they can tell from echocardiograms, stress tests. And that's great. The reason why they're cautious, they take a, leg, a vein out of your leg, and that's what they use for the grasp. Got it. The bypass. And they're not used to having that type of stress. So sometimes they burst, and they're very easy to be clogged up with plaque. Okay. So medicine, 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 eat right. Can we take a little bit of a walk break? Yeah, all right. That's two. I've never, I haven't run two miles straight in probably a couple of years. And Tommy Grace did that last week when we were... Hey, I make everybody do what I do. They, they do it on their own. I've told everybody... You can do whatever you want, but this is what I gotta do. <laughs> and every, you know, people wanna run and pass the time. Yeah. Last week, we ran the full six without stopping. And, awesome. And he was like, I'm run. tired. Did Bob make it out last week? No. Yeah, Bob always, Ashlyn Bob, if you ever listen to this, you look for all kinds of excuses. And Brad, oh, they went to the park. They were going to park at seven. Apparently, Brad pushed Bob down. Really? <laughs> I don't know. I think there's some made-up stories coming out of Poor Farm Park. Uh -oh. All right, you're making me feel bad. I'm going to run. <laughs> well, Ron, I appreciate the time talking to you. Yep. I mean, I, awesome. hope, I hope that your story, and as we do more runs, we'll hear more about it. Maybe that'll inspire someone who wants to go a little farther. I mean, it is possible. I'll just share this. When I ran my first half marathon in 2006, just the whole idea of the word marathon being in the name of the race 
was overwhelming. But I signed up for on a program and achieved that. And then I just went on to keep running to the finish and keep on running, as somebody says, right? Yep. All right, man. Run the finish. Appreciate your time this yep. morning. Thanks. And that was Ashlyn Ron. Uh, I'm going to start calling him that. Uh, he's running enough miles here in town to uh, call him that. I'll get to uh, some of the other members in our group in a minute. But, uh, yeah, I hope you were able to listen to the whole thing. Uh, Ron's an inspiration. In case you forgot, he did have a heart attack, and he survived that. And he came back and changed a lot of his habits. And uh, so he can be there for his family and for his wife. And... Uh, and still be with us. Uh, it had to have been a real scary, scary experience. I remember when we heard, um, I was just shocked, uh, Ron, when I heard that you had had a heart attack. Um, anyway, we're glad you're still with us and uh, that you've recovered. And uh, I know you're still uh, under, I guess, being still got, you're still being treated, I guess, on medication or whatnot. I, I don't know. I can't remember if I asked you about that or not. Uh, but it sounds like you're doing well. And it sounds like you're gearing up to do uh, to another race. Appreciate your time out there. Um, I can't remember how far we ran that day. I guess uh, I think we did five. I can't remember. If we did the Carter Hill loop, then that I think that was five from from the cars, if I recall correctly. Well, let me get to some of the other. Uh, appreciate your time very much, Ron. Uh, let me get to some of the other topics on this uh, for the show. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the Fall Line Trail. So um, it has a little bit of history here. And it's the fall line is this new is a new title for this thing that is that is called the trolley line trail, which is something I've talked about in the podcast before. If you've been a long time listener, you've hear have heard me talk about the trolley line. Uh, the trolley line trail is a linear county park, which follows the the line of the old trolley line that used to go from Richmond. To Ashland, so uh, Richmond and Ashland, city of Richmond, is 12 miles south of Ashland. And back in the day, I don't remember when I wasn't around, uh, but Ashland was a little bit of a resort town, and people would take a trolley from the city of Richmond and would take it up to Ashland, and and they had a race a horse race track up here, and they probably had gambling, probably all kinds of stuff that went along with that, and people would take the trolley up here and. I guess get fresh air, whatever. I don't know. And so this uh, this path, this trolley line park, is an elevated uh, trail. So on, if you can imagine, six feet across, and then it drops on both sides uh, down into kind of a swampy, uh, wet area, and it's just wide enough for you know an old railroad track that went through there or a trolley track. And so I used to run the trolley line a lot with my dog because I could let him off the leash and he wouldn't run down the sides. And I guess it was uh, not quite half a mile uh, for the distance of, of the trolley line itself. So what has happened is this trolley line is now hooked up and is going to be part of something called the Fall Line Trail, which is going, going to be part of a larger project uh, of a 43-mile north-south regional trail spine in central Virginia called the Fall Line. And it denotes, the, it's called the Fall Line because it denotes the area where the Piedmont, Piedmont Plateau and the Atlantic Coastal Plain meet, which results in a number of, I'm, look, I'm reading from the website if it, if it sounds like that, resulting in a number of rapids and waterfalls. The Fall Line Trail courses through seven localities, Ashland, Hanover, Henrico, Richmond, Chesapeake, Colonial Heights, and Petersburg. 
and it has a hyperlink here for read more. Let's see what that says. Um, so it came together as an opportunity uh, to, quote, connect the dots of active transportation networks that are taking shape in the greater Richmond region. Several sections of the trailer existed or were planned to, and including the existing National Trolley Line Trail. And then it's going to be hooking up with stuff uh, going all the way south to, uh, to Petersburg, 43 miles. It's not going to be a straight recreational path, um, all asphalted or whatever, like the Capitol Trail is, which is where I was going to be doing that 50-mile ultramarathon that got canceled. It's going to be uh, lots of stuff that hooks up with each other. I guess it would be sign signage. Um, but as part of this, the um, an entrance road to the northern part of the trolley, trolley line trail was theoretically uh, was kind of on private property. I was told by a county official that it was there's a right of way there because it was posted no trespassing going down this entrance road to this business. But I was told that the the land to the side of the road was was a county right of way, and I never had any issues going down there with my dog or on foot because I didn't want to have to enter the trolley line from the south and just walk up you know, like a quarter mile or three-tenths of a mile and then go back on this linear path. I wanted to do kind of a point-to-point -point run. So I know it's getting a little confusing about with what I'm talking about, but the bottom line is is that what they, what's been constructed for a long time is a bridge uh, walkway to the east of this entrance road to the business to the northern part of the trolley line trail, and it's very cool. It's wide. It took forever to build, it seems. It's, uh, it's a suspended walkway over kind of a, a wetland area that hooks into the northern part of the trolley line trail. And so this is the, the northern uh, trailhead for the Fall Line Trail, which starts in Carter Park, which is just a little bit north of where all this was constructed, which is within walking distance to my house. So I don't know how long it's going to take to construct this 43-mile whatever, but I am completely looking forward to this and, and would support this. Of course, they're, they're looking for money to support it. Um, but I, I just would think it would be so cool to, to have an ultra that starts right here in Ashland and goes to Petersburg, 43 miles. You could easily extend it and make it a 50-miler somehow, um, make it an out and back or whatever. It would be so cool. Um, and if Ashland Tom, if you're listening to this, remember we had talked about having something called the Iron Horse uh, Fat Ass event or something here in Ashland and uh, attract some ultra runners and, and do a fat ass event. Who knows where this will develop? Unfortunately, I think it's probably going to take too long to, to connect the whole thing. Uh, it could easily take 10 years, 10 years or more. But it's still pretty exciting. And so my running group uh, last Saturday, we did our inaugural run down the fall line existing fall line trail from the trailhead and it was all of about 0.8 miles um but it was uh, pretty exciting and it turns out that the surface of it is a little uh ruddy it'd be easily if you didn't pick your feet up high enough you could easily um stub your toe and and, and hit the deck uh, but it's nice to see it finished and uh, it is wide it's got railing on both sides it looks really sharp and we're glad that it that it's finally done. Over the last, I guess, year to year and a half, our running group has been down that way on Saturday mornings from time to time, checking on the status of it. A couple times we might have uh, gone through the barrier and, and run on top of it uh, just to see what it felt like. Um, but it was uh, you might hear my dog. He's he's panting because I think my wife's getting ready to get home and he seems to be excited. He's a uh, 
if uh, if you've been listening to the podcast for a long time, you you remember me talking about my dog Blue. He's twelve now. He doesn't run with me anymore. In fact, he can barely walk around the block. He's just uh, aged aged a whole lot. But anyway, we're pretty excited about hearing about any develops involving the Fall Line Trail, and I will link to that in the show notes at ashlanddave.podbean.com. So make sure you check that out. All right, so I'll go ahead and get over, get past the bad news in reference to my ultra. So I've been training for the Tap to Tap 50 miler, which was going to be on the Capitol Trail that goes from Williamsburg to Richmond. I've talked about this before. Uh, so if you listen to the show, you've heard about that. It was uh, canceled a- April of last year because of the pandemic. Uh, they had some virtual option. I didn't do that. Uh, I deferred, and it was supposed to be. April of this year, and then they pushed it to June, and then just a couple days ago, I got the email that the race had been canceled. It was a really strange email. It started by wishing every all the recipients a happy Friday, and then uh, like the second that was the first sentence, and then the third sentence was uh, how they regret to say they're canceling the race. I just thought it was weird to w- wish everybody a happy Friday and then and give the bad news. Although I will say I suspected it because I had been trying to find the race website just to see where aid stations would be. You know, I'm starting to plan. That's only a couple months away. Um, matter of fact, it's uh, just less than a month away, as a matter of fact, or it would have been. And so I was, uh, you know, going to start kind of putting some mental thoughts together uh, where the aid stations would be, uh, what I might need. I was going to have a, my wife was going to crew me. And. I uh, was really looking forward to the route. I uh, loved the point-to-point, and I hadn't. Uh, I think this was going to be the first ultra on this course, uh, but it got canceled, and they and the race organizer blamed COVID, which I understand, but I just don't agree with. But that's just me, um, because my wife is doing a cycling event on the same course from Williamsburg to Richmond uh, on her bike, and um, they're doing like a. Uh, she's doing it with uh, my my cousin's husband. Uh, they've been training together for this. They both like to do the long distance events, and um, they had, they had some really some strange rule uh, mask rules or whatever about how you had to put a mask on if you're passing somebody else on the trail or something like that. And I'm not sure how you put a mask on while you're riding. I guess unless you have a gator on, you just pull it up over your face. But it's just, it, to me, it's just everything's just getting a little silly with with this um, with these little um, you know. I guess some splitting hairs with when it comes to the, the rules with masks and whatnot. And um, anyway, the race was canceled. Uh, life got canceled on me because uh, that was my, you know, my weekly routine was revolving around the long run and the double long runs on the weekends, which I had been doing. And so this past uh, Saturday after getting the news with my running group, I just, instead of doing, we've been, I've been doing 10 with them and then I'll go out and do my extra stuff ahead of time so I can finish with the group. And I just put out on our group text that I don't want, you know, everything was canceled and we'll just do five. And so we had uh, most of our, our uh, group was there except for Ashland Tom. So kind of segue into uh, my running group and, and a new development that we had. So we lost uh, Canada Dave. Canada Dave got injured and uh, kind of faded away a little bit. We, we uh, didn't have any contact with them and uh, kind of miss, miss having them out. Uh, he's really from Vermont, but we called him Canada Dave because I was, was Ashland Dave. And uh, then we got news that he's moving, so uh, he's not going to be around. And 
Um, so he's not part of our, our weekly group anymore, although we really did enjoy having him, and especially when we go out for uh, coffee afterwards and get something to eat. Um, but uh, several weeks back, it was uh, all of us except for Canada Dave. So that'd be Ashlyn Ron. I'll go ahead and call him Ashlyn Brad. Ashlyn Tom, Ashlyn Bob, and me. And we were running down. Uh, we were doing a 10-miler, so we were on our outbound. Uh, and, and sometimes the only way to get 10 miles with, with a big group is to do it out and back. And uh, that way you're forced to uh, get the mileage on the way back for, for your goal mileage. And we passed a, a couple ladies running. And I can only imagine what we looked like. I mean, some of us are kind of rather large uh, men. <laughs> and, um uh, one of the ladies commented, uh, something like, look like wolf, uh, wolf pack or something like that. And, uh, I don't, I didn't specifically hear it. I think Ashton Bob is the one that heard it. And he said, they, they just called us wolf pack. And, and we said, well, that's, that's our, our group name now. Wolf pack, not the wolf pack, not a wolf pack, but wolf pack, like just wolf pack. So that's, that's what we're calling ourselves now. The, uh, Ashland Wolfpack group. I don't know. We, we haven't really come up. It's just, it's just Wolfpack. It's just kind of a thing uh, amongst our group. And we didn't even come up with the name. It was uh, somebody else that called us that. And so I can only imagine what we looked like coming down the road. All five of us, uh, the, the way uh, some of us look, because some of us are over 200 pounds. <laughs> so, anyway, so that's the new, uh, that's the new running, group, uh, running group name. Um, I just want to mention briefly and uh, repeat what I said at the beginning about uh, my buddy Crash Kreider uh, recovering from his heart attack. Uh, Crash, he, he got his nickname uh, because he fell off a treadmill one time, I think, at American Family. And, um, you know, everybody saw him uh, fall off the treadmill and then get clobbered by it. So he got the nickname Crash after that. Uh, he was my first half marathon training coach. So this uh, this goes back to 2006 when I did my first half marathon, the uh, Battlefield Half Marathon. He was one of the coaches with the group that I was, uh, the pace group that I was with. And I remember he, he uh, this was a pretty sophisticated training group, meaning they had uh, some social events and they had some instructional presentations uh, outside of the Saturday Saturday group, so you could uh, they would set up um, like there was one for fueling and nutrition, and then uh, what Todd I remember he did one on negative splits, and I just remember thinking, man, I haven't even done a half marathon before. There's no way I'm ever going to get do negative splits, and I didn't really know what negative splits meant until after he gave that presentation, uh, and he. He was a very talented runner, uh, very fast, and he easily ran well under two two hours and a half marathon. Like, I think he would run between like one thirty and one forty kind of thing, very fast. Well, anyway, he is. Um, we sent some food over to the house after we heard he had a heart attack, and I communicated with him a little bit over text message. Uh, he wasn't uh, initially. He wasn't taking any messages. wasn't responding to anything. But then. Um, and then the, the old self came back, came out because he was, you know, made some sarcastic comments on stuff. And that's how you knew that mentally he was back. Um, but, Crash, I'm not sure if you listen to the show anymore, but I'm gl- we're glad you're back. And I hope to see you again soon. Um, I think the last time I saw Crash was uh, way about a couple months before the pandemic. Um, I was on a kind of a quarterly dinner group with uh, some of the guys that he ran with and trained with. 
and I was kind of an add-on from here here and there, and I would drive out and meet up, and um, we really enjoyed uh, just talking about running and stuff. So, anyway, Todd, glad uh, his name's Todd. Glad you're still with us, and uh, hope to see you soon, brother. A um, couple last things before I get to the email bag section of the show. I'm not even sure if I have any emails in there. Um, I think I might have one or two. But I just wanted to mention uh, some replacement races for the Ultra, which aren't as long, but it looks like I'm going to go ahead and do the Patrick Henry Half. Again, I did not do it last year because of the pandemic, although they did hold it, which, um, again, I'm not really conf- – you know, things were worse last uh, August of last year than they are now. I'm not really sure, you know, why – why this is happening, but um, that's on August 28th. So I'll go ahead and uh, we can't sign up for it yet. You can register to sign up for it, um, which is kind of strange. You can register to get a notification to then sign up. I'm not really sure why you can't register for that, but you can for the Richmond half, which is a couple months after that on November 13th. And that is probably, uh, I've said this before, the half marathon distance is probably the best distance to feel like you're really accomplishing something um, distance wise but yet you don't have to have a part-time job to your training uh, time doesn't become like having a part-time job to train for it. Um, so uh, those are my plans to, uh, to do those. If, uh, if they work with my schedule, um, Patrick Henry half starts and finishes right here in the center of the universe. I can walk to the start like I have over the years. And uh, that is a race that Tom, Ashlyn Tom has done since the beginning. And that started in 2007. So he has done that race every year. Uh, there's gotta be only a handful of people that have done that every year. And, and I wish at some point they would recognize those that, that have done it. I've been to, um, some ultras over the years where like people have done them 10 years in a row and they, they get recognized and they'll call their name out and stuff. And it's just neat to see the people that, that stay committed to a, a, a particular race. I had hoped to do that with the, um, uh, outer banks or what is it? The, uh, light to light 50, uh, but that just didn't work. That didn't work out. And so I don't have any race that I've done every year since its inception. And But uh, that one, National Tom, is done. So um, let's check out the email bag section of the show and uh, see who checked in. And, again, you can reach me at ashlanddave at gmail.com if you want to comment on the show or, uh, or anything else. Uh, all I ask is that you just uh, tell me where you hail from and let me know what kind of running you do. Because uh, I've always said the only thing that's more fun than uh, running is uh, talking about it. And I love to get emails from listeners, and I do try to respond back as soon as I can. I have had some exceptions over the years where I have uh, either lost the email, forgot, or uh, never. it was never anything intentional. Uh, but anyway, ashlandavidgmail.com is how you get to me. So uh, let's check out who checked in. All right, as I expected, I got, um, I got one. And I know that there's others out there that want to send me an email and just haven't yet. That's ashlandavidgmail.com. And I do appreciate hearing from Down Under Dave. I have heard from him over, over time. He probably wonders why I haven't put out a show. And, and of course, Phil, uh, Foolish Phil, appreciate it. Um, this was one that I got that I think um, just by somebody found my, my podcast on the website and wasn't really sure what it was about. Um, but the reason I'm going to uh, promote this it's because it's something that's happening in downtown Ashland. It's not a running event. It's a, uh, it's a biker event, as in motorcycles. And it's called the Ashland Bike Fest. It's uh, happening. It was, it's actually happening the weekend that um, I was going to be doing the Ultra. I think it's June f- uh, 4th and 5th. Let me pull up the site here. It's at ashlandbikefest.com. So they're having one event at the Harley dealership, which is just outside of town off of Route 1. 
And it's the inaugural Ashland Fellowship and Bike Festival, June 4th through 6th of uh, this year. Um, they're going to be, uh, of course, socially distanced and masked. <laughs> to share a dedication to our motorcycles, our devotion to the faith. It's a kind of a religious-based thing. Uh, it's going to be in Ashland. And uh, Ashland's described as uh, having a quirky character in every block, idyllic setting for the event. And, of course, that our mayor had a quote saying we're thrilled to hold the Ashland Fellowship and Bike Festival. But what it looks like is they're going to have uh, music downtown, um, I think, on, see, the 4th is a Friday, and then downtown on Saturday. I'm not sure what the 6th is a Sunday. So um, this is going to be quite a spectacle to have motor, a bunch of motorcycles in downtown Ashland because our downtown area is not a huge area. It's just a few blocks long it's really it's a really cool um little small downtown area because it has railroad tracks that go right through uh right through the, the middle of it double tracks and uh, a couple podcasts back i i think i might have linked to a uh drone video that somebody took uh that went over the top of the town and i encouraged people who were curious about what it, the area looked like that i run in and describe what it looked like I, I might dig that one up and uh and relink to that in the show notes at ashlanddave.podbean.com. Um, but anyway, this is Ashland Bike Fest, and I'll link to that in the show notes if you're interested in that. If you have a motorcycle and you're interested in uh, faith and fellowship and um, and and riding motorcycles, and I told uh, Kamek, who was the organizer, or at least the one that was designated to reach out to me. Uh, that I would at least promote it on my podcast. I explained that I don't have a whole lot of listeners. It's kind of a uh, small podcast with no uh, no sponsors or anything like that. Um, but I'm still happy to promote it, and that's called the Ashland Bike Fest, June 4th through 6th, in, uh, at the Harley dealership, which they call they call it the Richmond Harley dealership, even though it's in Hanover County, you know, north of Richmond. And then um, the, they're having two live bands, one's at the Harley dealership, and then one is at, in downtown Ashland. I am not a biker. Um, I think I think bike motorcycles are cool. I just don't have one. Um, I did toy with the idea. I never told my wife this. I did toy with the idea of taking motorcycle lessons at one point. And uh, I think the only thing that stopped me, because they have them down at the Harley dealership, but the only thing that stopped me is that I went on their website and I couldn't figure out where they had the lessons. So maybe they weren't doing them because of COVID. I don't know. That kind of put a, put a uh, stopped all that. Um, and I have not really revisited, uh, I guess, that thought until now. So um, that's the only email in the email bag section of the show. I know you're all disappointed, but uh, you can fix that by sending me an email at ashlanddave at gmail.com. Or you can go to the website, uh, which is at ashlanddave.podbean.com. And you can go over to the right side of the page and you can look for this little tab that says, send me a voicemail. It's on the right, complete right side. It just says send voicemail, and it's actually written vertically. And if you click on that, you can uh, record an audio clip. You can edit it or delete it or whatever. And uh, if it's appropriate without any foul language or anything like that, I will, uh, well, even if it does have foul language, I don't really care because sometimes I have foul language. Um, but keep it kind of limited and uh, so I can put it in the show, and it's always kind of neat to hear your own audio clip in another podcast that you get off the Internet. Um, even though I'm just a regular, ordinary nobody, uh, middle-of-the-pack runner that just sits in his kitchen counter and produces the show. I'm really not any different than any, any of y'all. 
Um, but it might be kind of neat if you send in an audio clip and I put it in the show and you listen to the show again, you'll, uh, you'll hear that. Uh, so consider doing that. AshlandDave.Podbean.com is the site and AshlandDave at gmail.com is the email. And if you haven't figured it out by now, I've mentioned that several times. That means I would like to get an email <laughs> from some listeners. So, um, consider that if uh, you get a minute. All right, that's it for this show. I'll be out with another show soon. I appreciate you listening. This is Ashland Dave. I'm running in the center of the universe, Ashland, Virginia, reminding you to run to the finish and keep on running, and don't forget to hug your kids. Y'all have a good week.